she's just, you know, for us, she's just the classic, excellent documentary film character. Yeah. So maybe that's the sign of a good camp director. Maybe. Just someone that would also just be really great in a documentary, no matter what they were doing. Good morning, campers. Have no fear, happy campers. It's here. It's a summer camp-themed podcast where we reminisce about the stuff that we miss, about the best summers we ever had. And there will be reflection and lots of introspection and a great selection of guests that will stop by. So grab a glass of bug juice, relax, and say hi to both your hosts. We're Julie and Sammy, your podcast family. We're going to start the show. Hi there, Happy Campers listeners. Hey, what's up? Julia here. And Sammy. We're hanging out in New York City, and we are feeling the camp vibes. It's turning into winter, but camp vibes are so strong. <laughs> Always. I, I thought about wearing Tevas today. Really? Yeah, but then I didn't. Oh. Yeah, but it's okay, uh, because we have a fantastic guest with us today. I'm really excited. Sammy and I have been talking about this for months. Months. Uh, and I mentioned it to her a while ago, and I was like, hey, you know, an interesting perspective on camp could be to speak to the talented woman who directed and created the documentary Jesus Camp. Which came out in 2006, mm-hmm. which I watched Which I watched in 2006, yeah, too, with my parents. but I was 17 years old, and I had no I idea. I did all went over my it. head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but boy, we rewatched it yeah. in the past couple days, and it's so relevant right now yeah. uh, because of camps, but also because of evangelicals and the world yeah. uh, and the recent election, all these things. Um, but we have a, a real treat where we are joined by our new friend, Rachel. Hello. Hi, Rachel. <laughs> Hi. Uh, and we're going to chat with you. One, we are super excited to learn that you have your own camp experience. Yeah. So we're going to dive into that. Extensive. And ideally, we're going to be able to kind of compare, contrast. Maybe Sammy and I will chime in about our own and, and what we thought while watching the documentary Jesus Camp. Um, but it is it is a camp uh, that is run by... well. It doesn't exist anymore. It's not called Jesus Camp. No. The camp is called Kid. Yes, that's your name for it. Do people call it that in general? Like they call Jewish Camp like Jew Camp? Um, a little bit, yeah. A yeah. little bit. It's yeah, out yeah. there in the yeah. country. wasn't totally off. It's yeah. in the zeitgeist. Exactly. Yeah. Um, for our listeners, can you summarize the the documentary and like its relation to camp? Sure. Um, well, the, the headline is that um, it's a documentary about... Um, parents that are sort of training their kids to be the next generation of the Christian right. And one of the ways that they do that is to send them to summer camp, which um, the one that we filmed in was called Kids on Fire. Not better than Jesus Camp, honestly. No, no, Kids on Fire. It's okay. It's all right. Um, But it was in Devil's Lake, North Dakota. Is that where the name came from? What? Kids on Fire to Devil. No, like, total like, coincidence. It's okay. the name of, um, Kids on Fire is the name of Becky's ministry. Okay. So, um, <laughs> Becky is the director of the camp. Yes. And she's like very Wagnerian. Gr- yes. Thank you. That's a perfect word. I love her. <laughs> she should always just have, um, a Viking outfit on. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah, totally. She's amazing. Um, she's a fascinating person. And, Really, I mean, I we called it Jesus Camp because it's really about, um, you know, sort of training people. It's not a typical camp where kids go to, you know, sort of unwind and make friendships and do crafts and or anything like that. It's really about getting um, 
you know, in their words, getting closer to God and learning how to speak in tongues properly and learning how to um, uh, raise people from the dead properly and all kinds sure. of insane things like this. And We had um, those activities. Again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, casual. Um, and, but this camp was only, I think it was only like five days long. Okay. Uh, and people, and the kids go with their parents. All of them do? All of them do. Okay, yes. so okay. it's like family camp. It's family camp, although the kids are in their own cabins. Okay. And, and what are their parents doing? They're um, camping out mostly in like RVs. Yeah, that's what I saw that one girl. Was her name Rachel too? Yes. <laughs> um, I love her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's, she's amazing. She had that little like tent where she was like doing Jesus crafts. And yeah. I was like, oh my God. There's like a ton of RVs there. It was yeah. like an RV park. So the parents kind of live out on the in acres behind the camp and the kids live in camp, stay in cabins and they had a little bit of regular camp activities but mostly it was all focused on getting closer to god and learning how to be activists okay. political activists i saw go-karts that, exactly <laughs> we, we put that in <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah i was like oh they're doing things yeah i yeah. thought that too that was like a half an hour of the whole, <laughs> of the whole time yeah. that they were there yeah um so why did you choose camp as the lens to look at the evangelical community well it wasn't necessarily camp it was mostly i would say the focus would be on kids okay you know um just we've done actually a lot of films that have focused on young people um they're, they're great documentary subjects and um in this case the whole thing was about you know turning kids into um you know warriors for a cause um and that's just in you know religion in this case religion so we do we do a lot of kid stuff and we do a lot of religion stuff and they're both great vehicles to explore humanity in general kids are just great they are very honest they forget about the camera they don't care about you they don't have a whole agenda um not a lot of baggage and religion of course is just a great way to um you know, it, it's it's a an identity lens that most people that you can that you can look at people through. So, you know, I think we've done four films that focus on religion, um, and you know, we tried to do one actually. It wasn't camp necessarily, but it was like a very intense school mm -hmm. that um, Muslim kids go to. It was a madrasa mm -hmm. in Detroit, mm. and um, it wasn't ended up being a short for HBO, but again, it was like a sort of um, a place where kids were put together to teach them some sort of worldview. Um, so I don't know if that's totally campy, but it's kind of campish. I mean, yeah, I guess. Counts. I mean, I don't know. I think <laughs> a madrasa. The, I, don't, I don't know if this is the wrong thing to say, but I just kind of think that like a huge difference between the Jesus or it was Kids on Fire that yeah. camp and like the kind of camps that we went to is that like. That camp was trying to like teach kids a specific worldview, whereas like when we went to camp, it was kind of like figure out what your worldview is and kind of like take that back into the world, right? right? Like it wasn't so indoctrinating, right? Well, it was. It's not indoctrinating, and in, in fact, it's um, the direct opposite, which is about individuality, right? Exactly, and discovering who you are, and yeah. the, this camp is not about that. It's about being part of an army. Literally, yes. Being part of an <laughs> army and 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 figuring out um, 
how to conform to this army and um, in terms of, of every possible aspect of civilization, of, you know, society. So um, totally, one is humanist and one is completely, you know. Um, hive mind. A hive mind, yes, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about being a zealot, you know. Right. It's crazy. Not it was a, such a good movie, guys. Crazy. Everyone should watch it. <laughs> yeah. It's on Netflix. If anyone wants to see it. It's on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Jesus oh, I rented Campus? it from Jesus. iTunes. I did too. Yeah, yeah, it's on Netflix now. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Like, yeah. in the past day? No, no, no. It's been... I, oh, well, pretty sure You know, there. whatever. Money in the bank. <laughs> um, God, my, I mean, yeah. Well, we're talking about individuality and stuff. Like, our, our camp had... Oh, first of all, I, where did you go to camp? Went to a bunch of camps. Okay. But, um, so I went to Jewish camp oh, also. In, um, I went to camp. It was a day camp in Minnesota. Nice. Um, so my family is from the Twin Cities, but we're Jewish. Mm-hmm. So it's quite small community. Um, but I went to a camp called Camp Botwin. And it was actually started by my great-grandmother. Cool. Oh, cool. In honor of her husband who's my great-grandfather um and all of my family my my mom went there my all my aunts and uncles went there all my cousins went there and it was extremely secular jewish camp i can't really remember anything jewish about it except for maybe a few songs Mm -hmm. and i think we did hala we like to call (laughs) our camp not jewish camp but a camp that jews go to right yeah (laughs) Yeah, so that's basically what it was it was extremely secular and very you know arts and crafts and canoes and it's minnesota's lakes and swimming still around i'm pretty sure it is i don't know it's a good question i'm not sure Mm -hmm. um i think so i think i don't know why it wouldn't be um and i loved it i loved i loved camp love love loved it i'm super social um and i just enjoyed it and always look forward to it but then when i got a little older i went to sleepaway camp which was not Jewish camp, which was, um, it was in Pennsylvania. I grew up in DC. So it was like, well, I grew up in DC. So it was like two or three hours from where I lived. Where in DC? Um, I grew up in Mount Pleasant. Oh, I, okay. I grew up in Bethesda Uh and I live in Cleveland park now. So, Uh oh, you do? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I went to John Eaton. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I grew up in Mount Pleasant and now my parents live in Tacoma park. Mm, Nice. Yeah. Um, so the, I don't know where my mom found this camp. I think it was because it was the cheapest camp she could find. And it was, I remember even then it was like, the numbers were really weird. It was something like $700 for eight weeks. Oh, whoa. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. <laughs> trying to like experiment on you. It was, like, it was pretty rough. Yeah. It was kind of like, it was like inner city camp. It, was, it was not Jewish camp. No, it wasn't okay. Jewish camp. I was like, um, Probably one of the only white people oh, at the camp. It was very yeah. well. There was a few white people. Yeah. It was most. It was like lower middle class sleepaway camp. Uh-huh. And uh, lots of kids from Philly. Lots of kids from. Um, have you heard of this camp? No. Oh, I don't. she's oh, eating I don't your want yeah, her to eat on me. Don't eat your quiche, on Julian. The mic, on the mic. <laughs> uh, what's the name? It was called Mountain Lake Camp. Oh, I have heard of Mountain Lake Camp. Mountain Lake Camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard. Um, of it. it was rough. It was fun. It was fun. I really enjoyed it. Rustic, though? Um, yeah, it was pretty dumpy. 
But um, I had a great time there. How many years did you go? I went for five years. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So you okay. did love it. Yeah, wow. you loved it, but it was just like... I would go for eight weeks. Yeah. yeah. I go. I mean, I went the whole time. That's how long we went. Um, and my mom would come and visit like every two weeks or something. Um, but the first time she sent me, this is like kind of, I don't want to say it was child abuse, but my mom was pretty <laughs> like, my mom was pretty young when she had me, so she's very loose. Okay. My first 10 years were pretty loose. Yeah. Um, and the first time she sent me there, I didn't like it. Um, because I was six. <laughs> oh wow, she's crazy. My like, <laughs> no, I literally has my mom young, went to camp when she was experience. five. Literally, right. like her parents shipped her off for right. eight weeks, and I was like, "There's eight weeks." Yeah, I was like, "There's no way that a counselor would sign up to take care of a five-year-old that's like a baby still." Yeah. yeah. And she was like, "No, we all slept in the main house next to the director. There was right. only like six of them because they're so little. It's right. crazy. This was in the fifties, too. Right. So yeah." So she sent me to the same sleepaway camp when I was six. Wow. And I was like crying the whole time. You were like, I don't know how to do this. Exactly. (laughs) I was like, I don't know how to do anything. So then I didn't go back until I was nine. And then I I was old enough. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then I loved it. I loved it. That makes sense. So fun. Six. That's so young. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Over the years, have you kept in touch with? I really haven't. No, I haven't. I think, you know, this was like pre ways to find each other yeah yeah right. so i can barely remember i can't remember anyone's last name right but you all know? positive experiences it was all right yes i had like my first kiss and yeah i learned how to like i would like swear all the time <laughs> and um it just was fun yeah it was really fun the food was really bad it's like camaraderie you can all complain about the same thing totally um yeah i didn't even notice that it was like shabby as hell <laughs> ours was like shabby as hell but cost a lot uh-huh. they were like you're gonna pay a lot of money and then just for the experience no electricity yeah right my mom always talked about how it was like such a shit show basically and but i didn't want to leave like uh-huh. i just yeah, loved, loved it, it so much uh-huh. yeah um it was the best uh-huh. all right so can we give us like the setup of the kids on fire camp like uh-huh. It was for five days. Uh-huh. Like, I guess we did that already, kind of. Let's talk about Becky a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Becky is the camp director, and and we, we've already described her a little bit. But, like, she was a – there are elements of her that, like, are a quintessential camp director. Like, she has she, well, that She has energy. Ma- massive charisma. I was like, when is she yeah, sleeping? Charisma. Yeah, charisma. Yeah. charisma. Massive. She's magnetic. Uh, yeah. And a lot of passion. Yeah. And she's just, you know, for us, she's just the classic – excellent documentary film character yeah so maybe that's the sign of a good camp director just someone that would also just be really great in a documentary no matter what they were doing <laughs> she um she was good at what she does she well she's also a preacher yeah right a pastor a, a children's pastor a children's right? pastor yeah so she's good at speaking in front of people and getting people riled up and getting them excited enthusiastic about activities that she thinks are you know are important um and she had that whole scene where she like just buys things that she thinks will relate to kids yeah, right and right. uses them in her preaching I, exactly i also really liked the the scene in there before they go to camp where she goes up to the two boys in the hallway uh-huh. because it's that thing of like she can speak to this whole room and you know reunite the community but then she looks you in the eye and is like i want you to be at camp you yeah. should be at camp why aren't you gonna, let's yeah, all do camp let's all do it <laughs> and she's so uh she's so good at the one-on-one making the kids feel special yes 
Um, that's charisma, though, right? Yes, yes, I mean, that's yeah. the making word. You, making you feel like you're the most important person in the room, yeah. but being able to talk to hundreds of people at the same time. Um, so we met her because we saw she had some video clips online um, of her teaching kids. It was probably at the camp. I think it was at the camp. Okay. And she was teaching kids how to... I mean, really, the description of the camp was, how, um, do you want to teach your kids how to raise people from the dead? So, we didn't see this part. Really. No, it didn't make <laughs> no, the film. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, Is Heidi, that a nighttime activity? Uh, uh, I don't... Because... <laughs> you know what? It, it wasn't. We actually filmed it. Now that I'm thinking about it, not from the dead, but it was to like... Um, they do they had people lined up they were they were ex they were exercising people like like exorcists oh um, like to like banning demons from, from your people. soul yeah they were exercising people okay um but anyways when she described this ability to um teach children how to bring people back from the dead i was like maybe she can do it gotta talk to her and honestly <laughs> if she does that i'm gonna win an oscar that's freaking awesome um so we called her up and she was, this is the sign of a good document. One of the signs is that they're always the same okay. on camera, off camera. Yeah. doesn't matter wh who they're talking to. They're just consistently themselves. They don't change because of the cameras. They there. don't change because of the cameras, but also it's just the sign of a big personality. Right. They're just like consistent. Like it doesn't matter who you're talking to. They don't know how to change themselves okay. yeah. in front of whomever they are speaking to. Um, so we called her up. And said, you know, we really want to meet you. We saw some of your material online about the, your camp and about the kids that you are um, working with. And she said, I've been waiting for you to call me. She knew. She's it, she's clairvoyant. She said it's mm. she had um, it was prophesized. Oh, and that she had been waiting for someone from quote Hollywood to call her. Oh. And um, <laughs> quote, Hollywood. <laughs> Um, so I guess that was us calling her from Hollywood, i.e. the East Village. <laughs> and um, we asked if we could come and meet her. We went to North Dakota where she lived. Uh -huh. And, you know, you just know within minutes if someone is going to be fun ride. And she was. And she showed us a bunch of material. And we asked if we could go to the camp with her. And she said, fine. Mm -hmm. So um, it was all very very easy people ask how did you get access to her into this very extreme um you know um fringe group and it was the easiest access we've it's, ever gotten it was i just asked and they said sure i mean it seems like that's kind of their whole vibe because they're trying to get their message out right well, they're really yeah they're they're proud of what they're doing yeah and their whole thing is about proselytizing so right it, it is you're just giving them a plat a bigger platform 100 percent. so it was there they had nothing to hide they're extremely proud of what they're doing so it was just easy to get in there i just think we were the first people to ask did she hook you up with the three kids that you followed mostly no or? We, we found them on our own okay but they popped right out i mean casting's not that hard okay you know <laughs> i don't know the people who are knows don't come near the camera <laughs> um so, I mean, you don't necessarily want people that run to the camera yeah, either. Yeah, yeah. You want people that don't care. Okay. You know what I mean? That that really don't care. So, are just going to be consistently whatever. They're on their they're on a trip. They're on their own trip. Yeah. And um Rachel was one of the kids 
and she was incredible and could care less about us. She was nine. I worshipped her. And then she was um, amazing. Isn't yeah. she amazing? Yeah, yeah. She's truly, really, and like brave. She's such a, a brave kid. She's a brilliant little girl. Yeah. Um, but she was like, it was funny. I learned a lot making that film in terms of bubbles, worldview. Um, it was instrumental in um, helping me, I think, become actually an open-minded person rather than thinking I was open-minded <laughs> because I was raised as a liberal. Right. Yeah. But they're not the same. Right. Yeah. Even if you're liberal, you're not automatically open-minded. It's just not true. Um, so she, yeah, all of meeting all these people and seeing how they were. For instance, if Rachel had been my kid, she would have excelled in the way that she was an overachiever. So she would be, you know, on a full ride to Brown. Right, right. Not like, you know, doing what she was doing, yeah. which is approaching strangers in bowling alleys and asking them if they wanted to let Jesus into their heart. She's just, so that was just part of her bubble. Right. It wasn't, it had nothing to do with her personality or who she was as a person. So having your bubble as your lens is something that's really important for me to remember all the time when I'm making films about people that I don't have anything in common with. That was one of my questions actually. So you just answered it without me having to ask it. <laughs> um, ask the, the question about the campers, about the kids succeeding. Do you want me to just ask it? Yeah. Well, my, the one in my head, you sure you ask. <laughs> I have one in my head right now. Okay. So we talk about this a lot, how like it takes oh, a yes, certain yes. kind of kid at least at our camp to like succeed at Walden. Mm -hmm. Like it's a certain kind of, it's an all girls camp and it's just like a certain kind of girl, even though we claim to be so open and, you know, receiving, but like the homesick kids don't make it through. Like the kids, the that, ones who are just kind of like too mean to like, I don't know. There's other camps for them where right, they're like exactly. too into their clothes and exactly, too into their hair. Exactly. So my question is, 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 did you see that at that camp? Because there was that kid, the blonde kid. The doubter. Right. Yeah. yeah. Who like, he didn't look like he was having a good time really. And he was questioning what they were teaching. Right. And everyone was just kind of like, oh man, this kid. Right. Um, well, he didn't fit in. Right. And he ended up not being religious and he is a total atheist, secular person now. And his dad came out as gay. Oh, interesting. So you picked up on it. <laughs> Good job. Thank yeah. You guys. yeah. Um, but when you were filming that, you like didn't you couldn't have known all of that about you know like now hindsight we're like yes. Well, he seemed. I mean, <laughs> he was he was a he was a public doubter. Yeah. Which means that mm. it was must have been extremely strong in him. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of the kids probably had. You know, Some that's doubts. that's why I like kids is because if something weird is happening, they're kind of like, that's weird. Yeah. Um, but it's hard to go against the grain and yeah. question yeah. everything around you. Because like at the camp, you could just kind of like scan, or the camera would scan a row of kids and there were varying expressions. Like mm -hmm. there were some who were, you know, fully like the tears on their eyes, fully into it. Some who, and then, but they were like very, and some who were a little like, I'm saying it, but I'm not being as affected. So right. there is like yeah. a scale there. Sure. Um, but, but I think, but, but maybe those are like the more silent or they're having moments of that. Right. But they want to get to the point. I don't know. The kid, like we had like tears were a thing in the world of our camp too. Like uh, as you get to the final summers, like 
you have like the, your final constantly. like um bunk show or theater show and like if you don't cry after then like you probably don't care about camp <laughs> like there was that thing where there was yeah. like the one girl on a bunk who didn't cry so we were like god she doesn't even care because we were always balling we're like it's the last team sports it's the last i know like now if you look at it through the lens of like you know indoctrination like we were kind of in the in a cult it was just like a more about socially, it, like an army of yeah, women. like exactly. now it's like yeah we it's, all are still in touch and we you know, yeah. You guys were in a cult. We were. Yeah, to break it to you. No, we, we love it. Truly were. We're trying we... to recreate it in our <laughs> right. later years. You're still trying to be in it. It's, be in our cult. It's true. Yeah. It's, it's but that's true. that's part of the bubble that I'm. Yeah, that's that I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah. Mm, it, I like tears. <laughs> I just like them. People are vulnerable. Um, one thing that I wanted to ask about is a, a thing that we think of uh, in terms of camp is, especially towards the end, our, our years at like 14, 15 years old, there were so many leadership opportunities that mm-hmm. were so important to, I mean, to us, I think. Um, and I feel like we saw a couple of those, like when Levi was asked to preach that night mm-hmm. and like the way he was prepping, I thought was, was so like interesting. Writing a campfire he was like writing yeah. a speech, like, what do I want to say to leave my legacy behind? Right. Uh-huh. And were there other, I, I think, does the camp do that well, you think? Do they do that well? Well, sure. Or try to give other opportunities like that Well, for people um, to shine? Or you know, I mean, community? I think anytime that you let children have the opportunity for leadership, the people that are going to end up being leaders as adults are going to be doing that as kids. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, my, I just think it's so funny. So my directing partner, Heidi is like a massive overachiever and a leader, but I found she, she showed me like the notes that she wrote for when she was, um, class president <laughs> seven years in a row. And I was like, she just, can't help it. Yeah, like, yeah. this is just how she is. So Levi is a pastor. Awesome. Yeah, he's a pastor, and he's got two kids, and he's happily married, and he's a um, missionary. And, I mean, it just – he just was true to himself then, yeah. you know? Um, and I think that, yeah, that's one of the reasons camp's so fun is that kids are allowed to finally, like, yeah. kind of be in charge, you yeah. know? And they, um, they really pop in ways that, like, you can see things know, in that environment um, that maybe they're not getting in school or they're not getting if they're just – if they're homeschooled and well, not around home, other like, kids, kids and stuff. They are homeschooled, yeah. Yeah, all these kids yeah. are homeschooled. Right. So it was – Tori all... was too. I thought I saw a school uniform. No. Oh, okay. All homeschooled. <laughs> no, just... none of them go to um, – No. No. Oh, okay. They're, these are super schools. homeschooled kids. Yeah. Um, so I think it was really fun for them because it's also a chance to not to hang out with people besides their siblings. Totally. You know? Totally. Yeah. That was a huge thing, I think. Yeah. Or things at camp where you could be, um, like if your siblings don't find you funny, but your bunkmates do. Yeah. And all yeah. of a sudden you're like, you're I guess like, I'm funny. You're like, I knew I was hilarious. I knew it. Mom just doesn't like my humor. Uh, did anyone try to save you? Of course. Oh my like God. all the time? Yeah, constantly. But also, you know, what's really funny is that um, they are obsessed with Jews. Really? Obsessed. Well, they had the Israeli flag yes. when they were, yeah. They're Zionists. Yes. Because yes. part of the rapture is that um, the rapture happens in Israel and, um, you know, Israel has to be, to exist as a state um, in order for the rapture to come. Right. And they are, you know, evangelicals 
right-wing American evangelicals are the biggest tourist group in Israel by far. Much, many Whoa. more go there than Jews. So they're very, very obsessed with the Jewish state and Jews and, um, you know, um, Jesus being Jewish, et cetera, et cetera. But they don't know any. Zero. They know zero Jews. So when they found out I was like a live Jew there, like a unicorn that finally had come <laughs> to their camp, um, they kept having me go in front of everybody oh my gosh. Um, and lay my hands on the Israeli flag. Wow. And Heidi, my... Uh, my co-director and my friend thought it was so funny that she kept <laughs> filming it. We have like, she was like, this is amazing. This is amazing. Um, so they definitely, I mean, and also I think, you know, not to be rude or crass, but I think that if you were able to actually like flip a Jew, you get kind of like extra points with God. Oh. So I was like, choice you were like a wow. real hard sell yeah i was like a good like a good juicy convert that they could go after yeah. so yeah they i had a, a I lot the, the kids or becky too everybody everybody, everybody. Becky too. oh yeah 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 um stuff in the mail for years after wow from wow. Becky, yeah. jews for jesus yeah stuff and yeah did you know all that going in uh, nothing i knew nothing yeah i really knew nothing that's what i'm saying it was really great from to get out of my bubble on that because i just you just don't know what you don't know until you're out and um you know after i was after I, you know sharing the film with secular people in new york city <laughs> and um they were like these people why didn't you call the cops why didn't you call the cops on these people um and i was like everyone brainwashes their kids. I don't know what to tell you. Like, maybe this is extreme. It is extreme. And you think it's horrible and disgusting, but people teach their kids their values. Like they're healthy. Like yeah. they're not right. abusing them. They're not abusing them. They're, they're, they're healthy and happy kids. They don't have a problem with it. Right. Um, and, you know, that's absurd. And you're really close-minded and you're an idiot. To call the cops <laughs> yeah. on yeah, someone cops, for parenting someone in a way that you that find, you disagree with. Yeah, um, that's wrong. So it was kind of it helped me kind of figure out like, oh, that's a really ignorant point of view, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so yeah, it was it was it was it was great. It was really great to kind of like bust out of it. Mm. Weird, right? As a person who is, you know, all of you know, as a Hollywood person <laughs> uh, in the world of documentaries yeah. and, and everything, how do you think camp is portrayed in in our culture and pop culture? Like, do other Isn't movies? Isn't it just like that, where everyone loses their virginity? Kind of, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, in the, it's like Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It, what are yeah. the other ones? What are the like classic? Parent Trap we love. Parent Trap. Well, that's because it was at our camp. So yeah. we was it really? That. Well, the girls go to Camp Walden for girls. They go to Camp Walden, <laughs> yeah, because Nancy Meyers' kids went to Walden. Okay, claim um, to fame. Right, exactly. Uh -huh. um, meatballs, Camp Nowhere, Salute Your Shorts. That was a TV yeah, show. Yeah, and then Bug Juice is back, Bug which Juice. is it, and, and that's documentary. <laughs> Disney has a scripted show called Bunked yeah. that's very popular with the kids. Uh -huh. yeah. Is it on Nickelodeon? Disney Channel. Oh, Disney yeah, Channel. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's out there. But, like, you're right. It's this kind of, like... Right. It's not about, like, 
girls kind it's of. It's not like, oh my God, I had the most transformative and beautiful summer of my life. Or like, or <laughs> that's like, how we try to talk about <laughs> it. Girl yeah. power and yeah. women's yeah. empowerment. Exactly. Learning how like, totally. that strong bonds with other females is well, like when we started, really empowering. Yeah. That was yeah. our first episode. It was our like, first that's episode. what people need to talk about. You know? And for us, <laughs> I didn't go like, to all girl camp though. And mine definitely was about like trying to get kissed yeah trying, <laughs> trying to mac yeah. as much as possible we had socials we mac we got it was like nice because we got our girl power but then a couple nights out of the year out of the it summer was like three or four yeah we got our summer. chances to get our kiss and right. it was like some people struck out but sometimes you know, <laughs> one out of three baby that's all you need it's <laughs> funny um so after your movie aired the camp closed uh-huh well, I mean, let's be clear. I don't think it was because I'm, that's that my was question. The most, yeah, that's like, what I want to know. You closed the camp. <laughs> you closed the camp. But How'd that go? Really like a, I mean, this is a woman that rents out campgrounds. Yeah. all over the country. Right. So she happened to rent that space that summer. Oh, so Kids on Fire continued. Oh, uh, Kids on Fire continued because that's her group. I'm gonna up, group. I'm gonna update the Wikipedia page because the I think she did it. Oh, really? Yeah, and I think um, I mean. God bless, listens to this podcast, which is extremely likely. Um, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Becky, hi, Becky. No, no, no. I mean, she might, but um, I think it was good for her, um, you know, for, for, the, for her story that, these, that her camp closed because of all of the, you know, there's like mm. this, this need to be a, a minority in a, like in the victim position. Um, for very right-wing evangelicals because it's kind of part of the well, even the narrative, you know, that like we're, poor us, we're getting taken over by the rest of the world. Sure. You know, so that's that's where that came from. Okay. But I think what happened was some local kids vandalized the camp. Oh, the, like the, the, the physical place where it was, not Correct. like the uh, her program that's right. closed. Okay. That's right. So I didn't really feel the need to like, clear the record on that because it's stupid but um that's actually what happened but we have a question about what it's like filming at, i mean i know you were granted great access in that kind of way but mm-hmm. like filming at a camp was that compared to other spaces because um, we we've just done our we've done our brought our little recorders to camps uh-huh. but we're very eager to to get a camera there potentially i mean it's always great to do something that's in one spot yeah <laughs> you know um, I also we also made a documentary in Africa about a boarding school in the bush of American kids that mm-hmm. go to um, um, uh, African American boys from Baltimore that go and do middle school in the in the bush in Africa, and again it's like roaming a campus or roaming a camp is great, you know, because yeah. you kind of like you you can do a lot of preparing and yeah. you know. Um, you're spending you're spending the night at your location, so you can, you know what I mean. Yeah, you can really. That's like yeah, us with the recorder. It's like stuff will happen. They'll just come to us because they'll be like, "Who are these people?" Uh huh. Yeah. So um, it's very self-contained, and it's uh, that's always I think beneficial for something to be about a location. Yeah. Um, I kind of remembered my question, yes. which was it's actually on our sheet. <laughs> it's about um, so like when we go to camp, there was like a whole bunch of these like pop culture touchstones you know like lip sync night with britney spears and like that kind of stuff and at this camp obviously all that stuff was like uh thrown out because it was like hedonism basically Uh like there's a whole speech about how harry potter Mm. is a warlock and Uh he's an enemy of god um but so like were were did those things kind of exist in like 
they're very right wing secular. Um, I mean, not secular, very right wing evangelical. They're, um, they're, you know, they must. I can't remember who any of them they are. You mean like they're yeah, like and they're their songs bands. And, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. I mean, I can't sing any of them for you. Or no, you that's they okay. Are, we want in the house. But um, yes, I mean, they definitely had their sort of popular pop culture. Their popular culture. But um, there were kids that, not at the camp per se, because it, there wasn't a, an ability to do it, but you know, when I went to the grocery store with some of the kids, I, I'd see them sort of peeking at the People magazine yeah, or yeah. whatever, you know, um, which is why their parents homeschool them and don't let them watch regular TV and don't listen to regular radio because it's really easy for these other pop culture to leak in to leak in yeah so um but 100 percent, yeah they have their own you know songs that they all know and you know bible verses i guess that are <laughs> really fun you know? the, the, those fun bible verses yeah, yeah. I love those you ones. know i mean i think i think definitely there's um there's like a a culture i can't a, a community culture right yeah yeah um, and now I remember what my other question was, which which was when you were talking about Becky and how the camp closed and how she needed to be a victim. I thought at the end that was very interesting when um, she was on the radio with the mm-hmm. he was a with Papantonio. Yeah, and he was kind of a the same vein of religion, but maybe like no, he's well, he's not evangelical. Okay, Presbyterian. Okay, okay, he's he more, was like a he's mainline. But he was like a mega church. Guy? No. no, okay. He wasn't a mega church. He was just like run of the mill. He's not an evangelical. Okay, okay, okay. But he, um, you know, went to church every week. Uh huh. And I think his daughter went to a religious school. So was not not religious. Was I mean, especially compared to someone like myself, a secular person, He's right? Totally religious. Yeah. He just wasn't evangelical, and he wasn't. Um, he wasn't a right winger. Right. Progressive. Yeah, yeah. So he was kind of trying to like rein, kind of bring her. And and she was like, no, this is what we need to right. happen. And well, she said, and she was, I. This is why I loved her as a, you know, as a character. She said, I'm a fundamentalist. Right. And it was the first time I'd heard anyone say it, like, like identify that it wasn't. It wasn't. I always said it as like it's some it's an insult like, yeah, or right. that it's derogatory. And for her, it was a badge of honor. Of course, I'm a fundamentalist. That's what this whole thing's about. Yeah. Um. And he was just more of a classic, you know, New Testament. Jesus is a, you know, benevolent, um, accepting person. Right. Yeah. So. Oh, it was so good, guys. Everybody watch it, please. Yes. <laughs> uh, I love it so much. And I'm so happy I rewatched it from know, my 2006 yeah, days for, where I was, I was like, what are they chanting righteous judges? <laughs> I don't understand the concept. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. And that, and I watched it, you know, like a couple days after uh, the midterms and was like, oh, I get it. Oh, yeah, this has yeah, been yeah. going on a while. Oh, yeah, my yeah, God, yeah. I've been asleep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was funny because we um, came out in 2000. Seven, so we were trying to get it out in the theaters before the midterms that year because we really felt like it was super timely and tied to that, you know, that it was going to be like, in, um, you know, it was going to lose its its impact, and 
it aged well. <laughs> it yeah. aged so well. It's really did that is that was incorrect. I mean, we kind of thought that they had the height of their leverage and power when George Bush and Abbott mm-hmm. Delacour was the president, but that turned out to not be the case. That this is still um, the one of the most, if not the most, influential voting blocks it, in the history of our country. Yeah, yeah. I thought literally the whole time I was watching that, I was like, you know, Levi, he, Levi was the oldest one. He was like 12. Yeah. And then the other two girls were nine, 10 ish. Not both nine. Nine. They're both nine. And I, the whole time I was like, this was 10 years ago. They are now like 22 and 19 and, uh, they are, they voted, they yeah, voted in this election. They voted for Trump. Yeah. It's, it's crazy that I, I, I couldn't. It because was just like you could see into yeah, the future yeah. as you watch these kids right. when they were children. Right. I know. It's true. They did vote for Trump. They had to vote for Trump. They totally they did. Yeah. did. Of course they did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Were all the kids from North Dakota? No. They're from oh. all over the country. Oh, okay. Yeah. My kids happen to be from Missouri. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Close to Kansas City, right? One. The um, Lee Summers. Uh, Lee Summers close to Kansas yeah. City. So just sort of straight up suburbs, mm-hmm. and the um, and two of the kids were from a, a place that's right in the middle of the state. Um, rural. They worked. Um, it was an army base. Hmm. Okay. And one of them was like yeah, worked on the, the army sh- base. Yeah, Tori had that T-shirt. My dad is in the army. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're all very linked. Like military is a big part of yeah. their service. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, different kind of camp. Different kind yeah, of camp. For yeah, for sure. Do you identify as a camper? Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I do. So, my son, I have an eight-year-old now, and I'm trying to figure out what his sleepaway camp situation is going to be. But I don't know if you guys know about this camp. Please oh, tell, tell us. us. Please it's tell us. It's not a sleepover. Oh. It's freaking awesome. And he went, there's two camps that he went to last year. Oh. So, he's gone to like, I, I'm, I'm trying them all out. Yeah. There's one called Camp Half-Blood. Okay. Do you know about it? No. no. Is this a Harry Potter camp? <laughs> it is a Percy Jackson camp. Oh. Whoa. And it's, those are those books? The books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's, so Percy Jackson is basically like Harry Potter's wizards, right? Percy Jackson books are, the kids are demigods. They're half Greek god and half human. Oh. Yeah, I knew that. Greek god. So they have all these incredible magical powers. And... My son's name is Desmond, and he was basically, it's out, the whole thing is outside. It's yeah. all in Prospect Park. Wow. They're rain or shine, and they all have swords, yeah. and all they do is sword fight, <laughs> and um, they do all kinds of, it's it's incredible. That's so and it's great. all different kinds of kids. You know, all different, there's like, you know, there's all, it's, it, all the kids have one thing in common, which is they like sword fighting. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing it really is amazing and the counselors are just like the kids these are like i'd say spectrumy a little slash you know um underemployed actors yeah and it's just it was it's fabulous there's nothing wrong with it it's hilarious and the kids have a blast and my mom my uh, it's like a week it's a week yeah. yeah and you can only it's really really popular and the groups have to be fairly small yeah Yeah. so desi was in the poseidon group and i think they can only have 12 kids so the kids are only allowed to do a maximum it's eight weeks can only do three weeks 
Oh, okay. They don't want to share. Because there's not there's enough. There's too many kids. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. too many kids that love it. And um, it's really special. And you guys Did should do, do it yeah, for we three weeks. Go. He well, I didn't know if he was gonna like it or not. Oh, it was okay. his first so he year. Just did one. So I did one, and next year we're doing two, and it was just it was a huge success. That's great. Um, and then there's this other camp, which if you guys do a record, if you do something at the Half Blood Camp, it'll be hysterical. Okay. You'll get great <laughs> things, and the kids are amazing, and the counselors are amazing, and it's all very like fantasy play. So you'll That's great. You'll, you know, we, we've been invited to a LARPing camp before. We have. And we also went to adult we, camp last summer, uh-huh. and there was an activity that was... Um, old, it was called? Capture the Flag with Swords. swords. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was, the, it was the highlight activity. It was like so we had, so We had to kill each other <laughs> right. and kind of like this reenact This is what they this. do. That is the baseline. It was <laughs> so fun. That's baseline. So and it was so much day. running. It was such it was, good exercise. It was so much running and also like... Two of the best pictures that we got that weekend were like one of Julia like running so hardcore with the sword and another of me just having been killed with my like <laughs> legs in the air. It was so fun. It's super fun. And then he also went to a camp on Governor's Island cool. that I call junkyard camp. <laughs> and it's just a junkyard and they give the kids no no adults are allowed in mm-hmm. to this enclosed area and they give them saws and nails <laughs> and and um hammers and real tools yeah. and gloves and they just build things build tree houses build oh, wow. insane so forts cool. and you're worried that they're gonna saw yeah. their little hands off but they don't yeah and they work together that's so cool and it's like the best side of lord of the flies yeah so yeah. it's very it's amazing and he would come home I could barely recognize him. He'd be so dirty and so tired. <laughs> and um, the counselors, it's all, it's this very, it's a very specific philosophy of free play and yeah. not it's self-directed play. And um, also, I don't know if it would be as fun from an audio perspective, but it's called Playground, I think. But if you look, Governor's Island. Island it's, I mean, visually it's incredible. So I don't know how it would play as a. Oh, we got a gram. We got an Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. It's really fun. So cool. awesome. And weird. Yeah. yeah. It's surprising. Yeah. It's very 70s. Like, I don't know how. Because I, it's I like went very to. Hands off. Well, it's very like pre lawsuit. <laughs> you know, when. That's yeah. what it felt like. Yeah. Pre, like. Did you get to go and see the stuff that they made? No, you're oh, really no. not. Oh, wow. you just like. I did. Yeah. They don't care about grown-ups. They're, it's not for the grown-ups. That sounds great. Yeah. I'll show you. Actually, I'll show you pictures. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's it's nice. Cool. There's signs outside that say, no adults allowed. Don't talk to the kids. They know what they're doing. And you, but so, but you want him to go to sleepaway camp? I think he should try it. Yeah. I think it would be good for his independence. Yeah. Um, and I loved it so much. Yeah. yeah. But um, I just want to, yeah, I want to find one that's going to be right for him. Totally. Yeah. There's a camp. If we've learned anything from this podcast, there is a camp for everyone. Truly. Yes. There's so many different kinds of camps that people go and they have like the same genuine, like beautiful camp experience that we had, but it's just at a different kind of place, like magic camp or space camp. Yeah. Space camp. Like so many. Uh All right. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna. Also, I'm just kind of. He's so. I don't want him to go away. But anyway, <laughs> oh, so cute. He sounds so cool. We got him on the podcast. Right. Oh yeah, it would be really fun. If you're into knock knock jokes. 
Oh, uh, we love a favorite, good knockback yeah. joke. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Thank you so much for for joining us on here. This yeah, was excellent. My pleasure. This was great. And thanks for answering all our questions. <laughs> will you um, will you plug your your latest documentary to tell people to watch? Because um, we we both enjoyed it. And well, that was well, or maybe that's not even the latest. No, it's not the latest. One of Us is a film on Netflix that we did for Netflix about. Um, people in the Hasidic community here in New York City, ultra-Orthodox Jewish people that are trying to leave this very, very insular community and sort of transition into secular society. And it's about that journey for for a handful of people. Um, it's very good. Oh, thank Excellent. you. Yeah, it was it was pretty Changes amazing. the way I walk through Williamsburg. Does it? Yes. Oh, cool. Um, but right now, that, that aired, that was on last year. So mm-hmm. now we have another... Um, series that we are doing about a con man. <gasps> I love this stuff. Okay, yeah. tell me what's it called? Well, no, I can't. I'll tell oh, you. Oh, you can't tell no, me no, on not, the air. Not okay, to talk about it. I'll fine. Tell you guys we'll off. wait, but Come keep on. it. Hollywood sorry, fans. sorry, sorry. Keep an eye out for it, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be good. It's it's kind. Of, it's very different than anything we've ever done. It's much more. Is it? Oh, entertainment. Ask, I won't ask. This is much more right fun. Now. I mean, it's just fun to watch. You know, there's no uh, no agenda except for entertainment. Oh, I love that I love, love it so much. <laughs> but uh, I love learning too. Yeah. Okay. So check out one of us. It's very good. It's also maybe uh, we talked about this before. A little bit of a companion piece to sure. Jesus Camp. It's about uh, a different kind yeah. of religious zealot right. kind of vibe. It's so good. And then also one of the guys was on Mark Marin, and you should check out his episode too. It was also very good. Loser Torsky. Yes, yes that's his name. He's a special guy. Um. And yeah. Thank you so much for coming Thanks on. For My being pleasure. On. Uh, day's done. No, check us out on oh, social media. Social media. <laughs> you know, ever since I deleted Instagram, no, I'm not above it. Uh, check us out on our Instagram. We've got some great new photos coming. Yeah, we do. We took some yesterday. Camp vibes in the winter again. Uh, um, and Facebook and rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, if you have a great idea for an episode, just email us. Shoot and, us an email. Uh, Sammy and I will sit down over some coffee and consider it. We will. We'll probably, but we'll probably do it. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, now you can do it. Day is done. Gone the sun. We out. We out. Our theme song was written, recorded, and sung by the very talented Steffi Copeland.